What's up, everybody, and get ready for another episode of the On Paper Sports Podcast. If you're listening with us and you've not yet, we ask that you do subscribe on Spotify and Apple Music, and then go follow us on Instagram. We hope you enjoy the show today. How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the On Paper Sports Podcast. As always, Stuart DeVries here along with Wes Landers. What's up, everybody? How are y'all doing tonight? They're not going to respond to you, Brother Wes. <laughs> but uh, we're excited to be here. And congratulations to JC. She won our giveaway, yes. $50, to Academy Sports. So congratulations. Thank you to all who participated. We hope to bring some more of that to you uh, here before too long. So uh, let's get right into the episode. We got some uh, questions brewing tonight. Uh, of course, a couple of them are going to center around the coaching changes. If yeah. you uh, keep up with college football besides just listening to this, then you probably saw that Jimbo Fisher got canned. Yeah, he did. He's getting <laughs> no paid way. a lot of money not to coach. A lot. Um, he, he scanned him. He should shake hands with his lawyer and uh, feel feel pretty good about <laughs> yeah. what he did Go there. Lie, or bad. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that happened. So we have a couple questions about that. But the first one we're going to get to – is centered around conference realignment. Mm-hmm. And the question comes from Spencer, and he, he was just asking, so what games going forward are going to stick? Mm. So is Alabama always going to play still Tennessee, LSU, and Auburn? Right. You know, those are probably their three biggest rivalry yeah. games mm-hmm. in there. Would you agree with that? Yeah, as yeah a for fan? sure. Yeah. Uh, for Florida, it would be like in the SEC, Georgia, LSU, in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So what games are going to stay? Because when they realign next year, when they bring in Texas, Oklahoma, there is no division. Yeah. It's so just all one big it. SEC, Yeah, kind of like the ACC, like we're seeing with most of these conferences. And so it's just going to be team one, team two. Yeah. The first and yeah, that are going to go at it. So um, in the, the short of it is we don't know. Yeah. All they have released up to this point is the 2024 uh, SEC opponents, and it looks like most teams have their big uh, rivalries in there. Mm-hmm. So let's let's run through real quick. Yeah. I'm going to go over um, and read their opponents. So this is Alabama's SEC opponents, LSU, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, Tennessee, Vanderbilt, Georgia, Auburn, Missouri, and South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So they got their LSU, Tennessee, and Auburn in there yeah. still. Mm-hmm. Uh Georgia and Alabama, yeah. everybody's going to be looking to that next year. Yeah, that'll be a good one. All right, Arkansas, uh, Auburn, Mississippi State, Missouri, Texas A&M, LSU, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas. When you're as bad as Arkansas, you don't really have too <laughs> yeah. big of rivalries. No. Uh, it's been a while since they've had a, a legit yeah. rivalry. Maybe Mississippi State or something. <laughs> yeah. All right, Auburn. Uh, I would say Auburn would be Alabama, uh, Georgia, Georgia, and... I don't. I don't really know. And yeah, maybe I don't know it. Yeah. An Auburn fan could probably tell us somebody yeah, they uh, feel is a a uh, robbery. Actually, let's call an Auburn fan. How about that? I like it. Stephen Relaford. Yeah. All right. Hold on. Let's get Stephen on the phone here. Call him. Call him. We'll ask him who he thinks Alabama's. Auburn's. Yeah. Yeah, Auburn's. Uh, <laughs> Hey, Steven, you have joined the On Paper Sports Podcast. How are you doing tonight? 
I'm doing well. Okay. We have a question. Um, so, so the question that was brought to us is going forward, what rivalry games will remain in the SEC since they're doing away with the East and West Division? And so we're going through and looking, besides Alabama and Georgia, does Auburn have any other SEC rivals? Um, LSU. LSU, okay. Wes had said he thought maybe LSU, and I was like, man, I don't really know who else would be considered like a rival. So, you got, the, you got the barn burning game from back in the 90s, the, where the barn, which is like the locker room for the women's basketball team, caught on fire behind the stadium. That was all close game. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. It was a real barn burner. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Steven. I said thank you, guys. All right, man. We'll see you later. See you later. Bye. All right, LSU. LSU's not on the schedule. Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky, Missouri, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, Vanderbilt. Uh, Something I I didn't mention, but we were talking about this earlier. Uh, Alabama is playing, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five teams from the SEC East previously. So they're playing, uh, and then only three that – well, Oklahoma wasn't even in there, so they're right. only playing LSU and Auburn from their previous division. Yeah, that's crazy. Total change of schedule for yeah, them. Yeah, it is. All right, so Florida, I would say Florida is Georgia, LSU, and um, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So we got Georgia, and they are playing that in Jacksonville. They've renewed that through 2025. Nice. Uh, Georgia, Mississippi State, Tennessee, Texas, Kentucky, LSU, Ole Miss, Texas A&M. Good gracious. Gosh. Uh, another gauntlet, bro. Yeah, another gauntlet. So so they do have the Georgia, Tennessee, and LSU games still in there. And Kentucky, that's kind of turned into a rivalry. Yeah, it is. Sad yeah. to say, but it has. Um, so, yeah, got those in there. And then uh, Georgia, I would say Georgia is uh, Auburn, Tennessee, Tennessee, and Florida. Florida. Yeah. Uh, so we have Alabama, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Texas, Auburn, Florida, Mississippi State, and Tennessee. Yeah. So they got they got all theirs in there. Kentucky would be Florida, uh, Tennessee's kind of one. Yeah, it's become yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I, I don't know. Maybe South Carolina, mm-hmm. uh, Florida, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas, Auburn, Georgia, South Carolina, Vanderbilt. So they still have a, a pretty strong uh, East schedule. Yeah. With playing five teams from the East. The previous East. LSU would be Alabama, which we already know they're playing, Florida, and Auburn, Auburn, according, you know, and uh, that's about it. And uh, so we got maybe Texas A&M. That one always tends to be a bit of a game. Uh, So LSU has Arkansas, Florida, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Alabama, Oklahoma, Ole Miss, Vanderbilt. Mm. So... All right, Mississippi State, Ole Miss is pretty much oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. about it. Maybe Arkansas. Yeah. And so they have Georgia, Ole Miss, Tennessee, Texas, Arkansas, Florida, Missouri, Texas A&M. Uh, Missouri, I, I would say Florida. They Florida, they, yeah. they look at Florida as a rival, and um, Florida probably should. Maybe they would play better against them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Missouri has Alabama, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Auburn, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt. That Missouri Oklahoma game is going to give some major like 2009, 2010 yeah. vibes with Chase Daniels and yeah. uh, like Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford and, yeah. 
guys like that. Uh, so that'll be, I, I guess I should say 2008 if it's Sam Bradford. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, man, the Big 12 in 2008, they had Colt McCoy, Chase Daniel, Sam Bradford. There, man. man, those dudes are slinging. What was the dude's name at uh, Texas Tech? Bram? Uh, yeah. Well, he was slinging yeah. it to Michael Crabtree yeah. out there. And uh, they had the Texas Tech-Texas game at the end of the year uh-huh. where Crabtree broke the tackle down the sideline, won the Touchdown. game. Yep. So that, that was pretty wild. All right, Oklahoma Sooners, uh, Auburn, LSU, Missouri, Ole Miss, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, and Texas. And so they kept Texas yeah, in their form. That's a tough. That's uh, welcome that's to the SEC. Schedule, man. You get what you want. Yeah, welcome. Uh, <laughs> all right, Ole Miss. I would say Alabama, mm-hmm. Mississippi State, and LSU uh, for Ole Miss. Yeah, because Ole Miss and LSU—they're always going back and forth. Oh yeah. Arkansas, Florida, LSU, South Carolina, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi State, Oklahoma. That's Go gonna be Alabama. wild. Not seeing Alabama play Ole Miss this I year. Know. No Kiffin versus Saban. Yep. South Carolina, um, Kentucky, Florida, uh, Alabama, Kentucky, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt, LSU, Ole Miss, Missouri, Texas A&M. We're getting there, guys. Tennessee, uh, say Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Kentucky. Yeah, Uh, Vanderbilt, just because it's in state, but it's not really a rivalry game. Arkansas, Georgia, Oklahoma, Vanderbilt, Alabama, Florida, Kentucky, Mississippi State. So they got all theirs in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Longhorns playing Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas A&M, which that's cool to see that back. They used to always play yeah. that uh, Thanksgiving night yep. uh, back in the day when they were both in the Big 12. Yeah, that's Vanderbilt, cool. Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Mississippi State. Uh, the Texas A&M Aggies, I'd say Alabama. Mm-hmm. And Texas and, now, but Texas ain't yeah, coming in. Yeah, and LSU. LSU, yeah. Uh, so we got Auburn, mm-hmm. Florida, Mississippi State, South Carolina, Arkansas, LSU, Missouri, Texas. I'm going to tell you, man, they may have – whoever their coach is, he's going to be grateful for this schedule. Yeah. Auburn, mm-hmm. Florida, Mississippi State, and South Carolina are their away games. Ooh. And then at home they get Arkansas, LSU, Missouri, and Texas. That's pretty favorable. That's a pretty favorable SEC schedule. Yeah. Can you look up what Texas A&M's like, full schedule is? See who they have out of conference. Yeah. All right, and then Vandy. Vandy has no rival, <laughs> and it's not because they're so good. It's because nobody wants to consider them one. Uh, but if, if they were to look at somebody as a rival, I guess it would be Tennessee, maybe South Carolina. Uh, Auburn, Kentucky, LSU, Missouri, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas. Um, Texas A&M. They open with Notre Dame this year. Oh, wow. Next year. Okay. Uh, and then they play McNeese, Bowling Green, and New Mexico State out of conference. All right. Notre Dame, Texas A&M, that'll be a good game. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's going to be an interesting year. Just really kind of seeing um, how it's all going to play out. Yeah, so. Yeah, no East and West. That's going to be weird. Just the top two dogs playing each other. Just going after mm-hmm. it. So, this is, this is, um, Florida's schedule is pretty, pretty wild next year, too. This is the the way it's laid out. Uh, Miami, mm. 
uh, Samford, not Stanford, Samford, UCF, Georgia. So playing Georgia. Yeah, number four. No, they, so, so okay, this is kind of weird. These are the only games they have dates for. Ah, that's weird. So they are playing um, August 31st, Miami, September 7th, Samford. But then after that, it jumps all the way to October 5th is when they play UCF. Oh, wow. Then October 26th, which is when they normally play yeah. Georgia, like huh. Halloween weekend. That's and then, uh, yeah, November 30th, Florida State. But then, uh, so they'll have Kentucky, LSU, Virginia. All in there somewhere. Crazy. That is crazy. They're playing in Austin. Mm. I may have to go to that. Yeah. Go stay with my buddy Abram, and I might have to go to that game. It'll be fun. It'll be a blast. Yeah, it's going to be pretty wild, man. Pretty wild. Do you know who Alabama's um, out of conference? Hang on, I'll pull it up real fast. Alabama opens with Western Kentucky. Uh, then they go USF, Wisconsin, Mercer, and then they're to be determined. So Mercer's at the end of the season. So they don't have too much going on mm-hmm. non-conference. So Western Kentucky, USF, and Wisconsin are all back-to-back-to-back. Um, and then, yeah, all their SEC games are to be determined. So Georgia opens with Clemson. Mm. In Atlanta. Nice. That'd be a good game. Yeah, that'd be interesting. Let's see here. Texas plays uh, Michigan second week Ooh. of the season next year. That'll be an interesting that game. That will be. All right, that's enough. We're looking too far ahead, brother. <laughs> All right, so our next question, uh, who is going to replace Jimbo Fisher? Mm. Who you have on your list? So, um, I've got, and I was looking at this today, so both of these guys that I've got are former coordinators at Texas A&M. Okay. The first one is Duke's head coach, Mike Elko. He was the D.C. at Texas A&M. Obviously, he's had a pretty good year until his quarterback went down. Um, you know, I mean, it's been a little rough going since then, but I think he's definitely somebody that they could. Um, but this one right here is very interesting. Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah, that's whose name I've, I've heard the most. So probably. he was, I didn't know this, but he was Manziel's offensive coordinator. Yeah. So he's a very good offensive Yeah, that's runner. how he got to Texas Tech. Yeah, exactly. Was yeah. because of being Manziel's coordinator. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, I think Kingsbury would be a really good fit there because I feel like their offense has struggled, you know, more than anything the last few years. Um, they really need somebody that can come in yeah. there and, and, and get an offense going for them. Dan Lanning says he's not going anywhere, but we've seen that. Mm-hmm. We've seen that before. Uh, some guys just like to kind of get out of oh, there. Yeah. I mean, everybody wants to be in the SEC. Yeah. Uh, except for James Franklin. Yeah. He's had a couple more shots. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? Penn State ain't so bad. All yeah. I got to do is lose to Ohio I'll State, Michigan, Michigan, beat everybody else, and I'm good. I'm good. So I think he decided he's going to stay up there. But Dan Landing, his yeah. name's been tossed around. Uh, like you, I've heard Cliff Kingsbury the most. Mm-hmm. He's a Texas guy. Yeah. Uh, I think he even, he played for Mike Leach. Yeah, I think he at did. At Texas yeah. Tech. Mm-hmm. And then he was uh, – down there uh, at A&M and, and coached Manziel. Yeah. He's coached Kyler Murray. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's, he's done his stint in the in yeah, the NFL. So, yeah. that makes sense. Another name always floats around anytime. Always. Big name is Urban Meyer. Yeah, always. Uh, 
oh, heart attack boy. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sore spot for me, but you never know. Uh, he could have gotten bored and want to get back out there, but yeah. I doubt it. Yeah, I would be surprised. I'd be shocked. Yeah, th- there's yeah. been enough opportunities that he's passed yeah. up um, to do that. But yeah, yeah. So, so that's interesting. You know, we talk about Jimbo, and, and think about this. So they're paying him seventy six million dollars now, and mm-hmm. in, in his buyout because yeah. of what was guaranteed. The largest ever buyout prior to this was Gus Malzahn at $21 million. Wow. Not even close. Not even. That's insane. I mean, I think Florida paid Dan Mullen like 17 Yeah. or, or 12 and, and uh, Ed Orgeron got like 18 mm-hmm. I mean, that's crazy. It, it's really absurd. It is absurd. Yeah. Is what it is. It's mm-hmm. absurd. It's ridiculous. But we're not going to get into that. <laughs> it, it is what it is, and we're not yeah. going to change it by sitting here talking about it. <laughs> But Texas A&M, I mean, they're pretty much just showing off how deep of pockets they have. Yeah, literally. But as I talk to you about, say they wait till next year, the buyout's mm-hmm. only going to go down to like $68 million. Yeah. The next year it's going to go down to like sixty-three. So yeah, they're in the how long are you going to let this go on right. before you, you just go ahead? So they're probably just saying, like, just go ahead and axe it. Yeah. And it's it's the oil money down yeah. there in College Station area. and uh, Yeah. You know the the boosters, the boosters came through get for him out. yeah. The board of regents had their meeting. Yes, and they wanted like let's just burn a pile of money. And the thing is, is like his record wasn't horrible. I mean, he had a, a winning record there, but uh, again, you know, Texas ain't them somewhere where they they want to win, they yeah. want to compete, and they weren't doing that. So. Yeah. In their last twenty two games, though, they're eleven and eleven. Yeah. And that that's I mean. where it came from. He had that big year in twenty twenty. Yeah. And you know the most cringy thing about all this. The national championship plaque. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. With the, the blank, blank date. <laughs> they put his name. Where? Okay. Here's my question. Yeah. Where is that plaque Where's right the now? Plaque? Yeah. Because he's cleaned out his office already. Yeah. Where's the plaque? Where's the plaque? Did yeah. he leave it in the office? Did he take it in shame? Did he burn it? Or did he do it like he did his Christmas tree when he left Florida State? Remember they hired him in like some random time and he threw his Christmas tree out before Christmas. Yeah, he was done. And it was just like sitting by the side of the road. So, you know, if you live in College Station, just see if you see a blank national championship plaque on the side of the road. So where did he put his plaque? Who knows? Uh, But yeah, that's the biggest, probably going to be the biggest opening. Oh, yeah. I don't see anybody else that big getting fired this year. So Uh, we'll see how that goes. Another name I saw that I'm about to bring up that I think is more fitting for Mississippi State is Jeff Trailer from UTSA. Yeah. He's got them looking pretty sharp, but I, I think they're looking for um, a big name yeah. to come in. I mean, they're, they're – I saw one that said Dan Campbell Yeah, from the Lions. I'm like, no. no. Yeah. He, he, he's not leaving – the Lions are 7-2. Yeah, they're killing I don't think Dan Campbell year. wants to come to Texas A&M. Yeah. Unless he hates the snow. Yeah. Never he know. could. Never know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so I, I don't see that. Now, I will say another one I heard mm-hmm. is maybe, you know, they think, hey, maybe Dabo just kind of hit a ceiling at Clemson. It's true. Go from Jimbo to Dabo. Yeah. <laughs> Texas will eat Dabo up. Yeah. You know, with his faith and his values. Yeah. I, I think the state of Texas would eat him up, yeah. and they'd love him. They would. He's a good recruiter. Yeah. And uh, so, who knows? Yeah, was, we'll yeah. see. All right, then the next one, Zach Arnett got fired from Mississippi State. Yeah. Poor guy. Yeah, poor guy. I mean, he he inherited the team after yeah. Mike Leach passed. I don't think they ever planned on yeah. doing too much. It was in a weird time where most of the good coaches had already been yeah. snagged. 
So, as I said, so here's my top two for Arnett's replacement at Mississippi State. Obviously, I said Jeff Trailer. Yeah. Uh, so he was at Texas as a special teams coordinator. Hey, maybe he should go to Florida as a special teams coordinator <laughs> since they don't have one. That gummit. Uh, then he was a running backs coach at SMU. Mm-hmm. Then he's a running backs coach at Arkansas under um, what was that dude? The the guy's name before Pittman. Oh, like, uh, uh, he came from SMU. Yeah, Chad Morris. Yes, Morris. Yeah, yeah, Morris. Yeah, 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 that's it. Um, he was there with him, and and then in 2019 he got the head coaching job at UTSA. Yeah, and he's done pretty good with them. Yeah. So that kind of fits the Mississippi State mold as go for. Uh, you know, a lower end team yeah, that's doing that's well, doing well. Yeah. and uh, promote their coach. Yeah, bring them in, and then then the second one, Dan Mullen. Dan Mullen, absolutely. Let's run it back. Yes. And uh, <laughs> Dan would probably like it. You don't have to recruit too much. Nope. Win eight uh, games. Yeah, win eight games. games. They're happy. Exactly. Every now and then, take care of Ole Miss every two or three yep. years, and uh, every year. they'll love it. So I don't know, man. That that would be pretty interesting. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's getting still getting paid by millions the next couple of years to not coach Florida, yeah. but he may be ready to get back in the game. He might be, yeah, he's still pretty young. Him. Yeah, he is. Yeah, I don't even know if he's fifty yet. To be yeah, honest, he may not be. So, you have any other names? Uh, Jamie Chadwell, Liberty, nine yeah, and yeah. this year. Yeah, they're ten and zero. Yeah, ten and zero now. Yeah, you know, like you said, small small school yeah. is doing really well. Um, watch, you know, they might try to go after somebody like that that's kind of earned their shot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Jamie Chadwell could be another name to watch out for. Yeah, because I, I don't, I'm not really noticed, and maybe I've just not paid attention. I don't feel like there's any of those big name hotshot. Re- coordinators within the SEC. Yeah, I agree. That they would want to snag right now. I mean, you, yeah, I, I just yeah. I can't see who that would be. No. Uh, within the SEC, so uh, that's interesting. To yeah. See what's going to happen with those. It's always exciting when an SEC job opens oh, up. Yeah. Unless it's Vanderbilt, then you don't really <laughs> yeah, care. Yeah. It's like whatever. We'll see who they get. Uh-huh. But they surprised us with um, James Franklin that one time. Now sure he's do. up there at yeah, Penn State. Yeah, at Penn State. So, sure is. Uh, that's all we have as far as. Questions. Yeah. So let's get into some review of week 11. Yeah. College football. Let's do it. All right. First game we got to look at Ole Miss at Georgia. Georgia just dismantled them. (laughs) They beat the brakes off of them. 52 to 17. Yeah. Not a problem. No challenge. At one point, Ole Miss was up 14 to 7. After that, it was all Georgia. End of the game. I mean, nothing else. They took care of business. And just really just a statement win for them, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, top, win, 10 top 10. Everybody's been kind of sleeping on them and asking. Well, they went out there and took care of it. It's like you said, though. It's like Georgia plays up to their competition and down to their competition. Yeah. And this time, man, they, they played up and above and just took care of business. Getting Brock Bowers back, big for them last yeah. week, too. Um, but, man, Georgia looked really good. And they just went to number one. Yeah. Caught, yeah, they jumped to number one. Win. Rightfully so. Uh, they have a very impressive resume. Oh, yeah. Uh, Carson Beck, 300 yards. Kendall Milton, 127 yards, two touchdowns. Lab McConkey had a touchdown. Yeah. Brock Bowers <laughs> had a touchdown. Yeah, everybody Let's had a touchdown. Let's get everybody involved. <laughs> everybody involved. Everybody scored. Just a team win, man. Yeah, it was. And to hold that Ole Miss offense to 17 points. Yeah, very impressive. Uh, Ole Miss scored a touchdown in the first quarter and then the second quarter and then nothing until the fourth they got yeah, a field goal. Field goal. Yeah. And uh Tennessee or uh, Georgia went 14 14 10 14. 
Just quarters. I mean, just, just it's insane. It's crazy. So, yeah, there was that big win for Georgia. Then we had uh, Tennessee at Mizzou, mm-hmm. and once again, a, just a dismantling. Dismantling, man. Missouri took care of business. I mean, but here's the thing, though. It really, until the um, fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a game. Up until the fourth mm-hmm. quarter, uh, I mean, closing out at halftime. Okay, mm-hmm. at halftime, it was 7-13. to 13. Yeah. And then Mizzou ended up scoring nine points in the third quarter. So coming into it, it was seven to twenty-two. It was a two-score yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah. And then Mizzou got two touchdowns in the fourth and yeah. just took it away. But I mean, Cody Schrader, two hundred five yards, touchdown, one hundred and sixteen reception yeah. yards. Dude <laughs> yeah. was just on fire. He's man. an animal, man. Yeah. He's an animal. To go from being a, a Division two yeah. player to come up and be leading the SEC in rushing yards. Yeah. Pretty impressive. Absolutely. So that was an impressive win for Mizzou, which popped them all the way number nine to number nine. This week, yeah. So that's impressive until you realize there's no way they're playing for a national yeah. championship unless <laughs> like eight teams in front of them lose another two games. Yeah, that's but crazy. That kind of stinks, man. I'm, I'm really know. looking forward to 12 teams next year. Yeah, because they would definitely be one that got in. Absolutely. Unless Florida takes care of them yes, this week. Yes, that's Come on. right. <laughs> uh, and then we had uh, Auburn at Arkansas. Another beatdown. Another beatdown, man. <laughs> uh, Auburn, forty-eight to ten. Yeah, took Auburn's care of business. Good football, man. The last two weeks, they are they have figured it out a little bit on offense, um, and man, they they just took care of business. They took them to the woodshed, bro, and just yeah. hammered them. <laughs> I mean, to to start the fourth quarter, it was forty-eight to three. Right. Yeah. Exactly. They didn't pull their foot off. Arkansas the got a, a trash time. Yeah. Touchdown and made themselves non-bowl eligible. Yep. That could be another possible SEC opener. It could be. Yeah, that's been a disappointing year. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's bad. It's horrible. <laughs> just one one injury to, to Sanders isn't enough. I know they've had some offensive line, but still. Yeah. Man, come on. Yeah, not with everything you had coming back. It's time, it's just, yeah, it's yeah. time to be better than that. So, yeah. that could be one. They may just let them get to the end of the year, but. Yeah. The more firings start happening now, yeah, starts putting pressure because you know people are getting a jump on you for their their for coaching, coaching search. Yeah. So, yeah. So those were the the SEC games that we kind of previewed. Yeah. That we thought might be decent games, and none of them were. None of them. All blowouts. <laughs> it was a beatdown. The biggest surprise for me was probably the Tennessee Mizzou. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I thought it'd be a close game. I I picked Tennessee to win. Yeah. And. Yeah, it was a I, I didn't spread. expect it. To, yeah. I didn't expect that to be a blowout. No, Arkansas, they're they're just yeah. so bad. Yeah, I wish that would have been the Arkansas team that showed up for Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyways, that's what happened. Yeah. So in our our week eleven picks, we picked uh, the the Georgia uh, Ole Miss game. We picked the Mizzou Tennessee game, the Washington Utah game, the Arkansas Auburn game, and the Michigan Penn State game. Mm-hmm. So on Georgia. Uh, Ole Miss, we both picked Georgia. Mm-hmm. Got a win. We've pretty much decided up to this point <laughs> yeah. that we were going to pick Georgia until they lose. Yeah, prove us wrong. Yeah, and they did it. And then there was the Tennessee Mizzou game. You picked Mizzou. You got that one right. I picked Tennessee. Took the L there. Uh, we both went with Washington. Mm-hmm. Got that right. I went with Auburn. You went with Arkansas. <laughs> Bad pick. So was. I got the dub there. <laughs> and then I went with Michigan. You went with Penn State. Yeah. And I got the win there. So I picked up one more on you. So I'm yep, up two, two on the season. Yep. We got two weeks left. We'll probably pick punk conference championships too. Yeah. Uh, so we, we technically have about three weeks left. Yeah. That's it. 
Looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be good. All right. So go coming out of week uh, is week eleven, but but you know everybody's played their tenth game. Yeah. Who needs improvement? Arkansas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're bad. Yeah. Struggling, man. They're struggling really bad. <laughs> I'm gonna say Lane Kiffin against big time opponents. Yes. He cannot win the big game. It's like he turns into a child. Yeah. And just he cannot do it. It's the weirdest thing. He'll troll you on Twitter. He'll do oh, all yeah. that stuff. <laughs> but he just cannot get in and stay in those big-time no. games. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Something about Kirby and Saban just have his number. Yeah. yeah. So it's I'm going to say Lane, he needs to at least figure out to keep it to where it looks like he has a shot yeah. at the end of the game. Yeah. Impressive. Uh, mentioned him earlier, Auburn. Yeah, that's who I've got down. Yeah, very I've been very impressed with Auburn the last few better weeks. And better, man. They're 6-4. and four. Yeah, uh, they have a let's let's look they at play this. Play nobody one. this week. Yeah, so they're going to be Mexico a seven one team. Yeah, because they're not going to beat Alabama. Yeah, so uh, seven and five. They're going bowling. Yeah, good for them. Great for them. The way the uh, season started, absolutely. Yeah, no doubt. Because they won what four in a row or something like that. Three or four in a row. They're on, um, they're on quite a win streak. Let's look here. Maybe like four out of their last five or something like that. They've won three in a row. Three in a row, yeah. They lost by a touchdown to Ole Miss. That's right, yeah. Uh, and then after that, I mean, they beat Mississippi State, Vanderbilt. Yeah, because we were talking about that they had a, a good possibility yeah, to win four in a row stride, before yeah. Bama. Yeah. Uh, so that, that's got to feel good as an Auburn fan to Absolutely. start getting some consecutive wins yeah. going on for the team. So, yeah, that's who I have impressive. Yeah. You did too. All right, dogs of week nine. Who you have for an offensive player of the Schrader, week? Schrader. We already mentioned him once. Yes. 35 carries, 205 yards, and a touchdown, and then five catches for 116 yards. He's an animal. Yeah. I, mean, I think he could be Heisman consideration good. Like yeah. He's had that good of a year. He's a workhorse, man. He is, man. He's That's a great for sure. player. Uh, I have the guy who torched my Gators, <laughs> Jaden Daniels. Another one. 372 yards, three touchdowns through the air. Yeah. 234 yards on the ground and two touchdowns for a total of 606 yards and five touchdowns. He's a beast, man. That That's an NCAA record. Yeah, he, he is He is phenomenal. Uh, it's insane. Yeah, He's the Heisman winner. He, has, he needs to be <laughs> the Heisman winner. He's the Heisman winner. winner. That's the, he is the epitome of yeah. an MVP. Yes. He is the most valuable player to his team. No Because doubt. I guarantee you he's out of that game. Different ball Florida game. wins that game. Oh, no doubt. There's not many SEC games you're going to go into and score uh, 35 points and still lose. Exactly, yeah. Unless there's a team that has somebody like Jaden Daniels. He does it all. So he's he's my offensive. On defensive, uh, I've got Bam Martin-Scott with 13 tackles, one for a loss, one sack, and a pass breakup. Nice. Uh, I'm going linebacker out of Auburn, Jalen McLeod. Nine tackles, three sacks, and four tackles for a loss. I love it. He I love seeing some, that Arkansas back some new names on uh-huh. here. I love that. All right, let's look at our uh, picks for the week. Uh, <laughs> Wes's offensive pick was continue. Continue, man. Let's go with mine first. Well, I picked Max Johnson, who didn't even play. <laughs> yeah. Now, I will say... He it was, was not. Yeah. It was seven hours before the game. Yeah, exactly. That they made the call, so it wasn't like I just neglected to do my due diligence. Yeah. I didn't even know he was hurt. <laughs> uh, so nothing there. And then Mario Anderson from South Carolina, nine carries, hundred two yards, one touchdown, one catch for nine yards. Yep. 
uh, like 73 of those yards were on one carry. Yeah. So, <laughs> he busted one. That's all you needed, though. All right, Wes. Yeah. Who'd you have on offense, brother? Rocket Sanders. Mm. And he had as many yards as Max Johnson did, if I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> but he played. But he played. Eight carries for zero yards. My man did nothing. Then my other guy, Isaiah Bond, who had a huge week the week before for Alabama, had one catch for three yards and two carries for 24 yards. A whopping 27 yards, bro. Total. That's what, that's what made him win the game that's against Kentucky. Was, <laughs> I can't give you a point for that. Horrible. Uh, you did good on defense, though. I did good on defense. Eugene Asante, eight tackles, half a sack, blowout win. Mm-hmm. Greg Penn, six tackles. I'll give you that blowout win. Yes. Um, and then on defense, I had Nathaniel Watson, eight tackles, one sack, one tackle for a loss. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a losing effort, but he was the leading tackler on right. his team. And uh, then who else did I have? I had Williams. He had five tackles. Uh, Scooby Williams, and I don't get anything for that. Yeah. Because they got blown out. And <laughs> I saw him miss Jaden Daniels at least four or five times. Yeah. Where he could have stopped him. Yeah. Uh-huh. A small game. So, nothing for Scooby. <laughs> Forget you, dog. <laughs> he is not a dog of nope. me. Yeah. Try again next week. So, that's it on last week's uh, action. Yeah. Let's, let's do a little playoff talk. Let's do it. We're at that time of year. Uh, the playoff rankings... We uh, waited to do this podcast because we want to make sure we hit them because we're heading out of town on, yep. on a staff retreat, but we want to make sure we did this after the playoff rankings drop. So give us the top 10, Wes. It was Georgia number one, Ohio State number two, Michigan number three, Washington number four, Florida State number five, uh, Oregon six, Alabama seven. Uh, uh, what's the top seven? God, hang on, got my hair. Where did I go? My bad. I thought I'm all, had them all written down. You didn't. <laughs> I did not. All right. Here, I got you. you got it. Thank all you. right, Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Florida State is four, Washington's five, Oregon six, Texas seven, Bama eight, Missouri nine, Louisville ten. Yeah. So. Um, Missouri is the only team in the top ten that has no shot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's no way they can make it with two losses. Yeah, I mean the the only way is even if Georgia lost to who Georgia plays to Tennessee, and then Georgia Tech, yeah. and then Bama and they lost three, and Bama lost to Auburn. Yeah, and had two. Uh, so yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, but. Yeah, so that's our top ten. Now, what we did here, we put our top four in order. Yes. Up to this point, we've just been putting kind of our four. Yeah. But in order, we did our top four. Uh, all right, number one, even though with all their issues, it looks like the NCAA is not going to do anything uh, except for suspend Harbaugh for three games. Yeah. So with that being said, I think Michigan is going to remain number one. Yeah. I've got Georgia at number one. Okay. Just with that win this week. Um, I think that Ohio State win is what's going to propel Michigan, Michigan over. Yeah, yeah. Because that's going to be a top top four yeah, win. Yeah, be a huge win. And uh, but either way, that's going to be that would be one or two. Yeah, for sure. So I've got Michigan number one. Uh, number two, I've got Michigan at two. Okay, I've got Michigan number two right now. I've got Florida State at number two. Oh wow! Because I think they're just going to win out. Yeah. And, um. So three, I have Texas. Mm, gotcha. I think they're going to win out. Yeah. I think 
Uh, well, I'll say that in a minute. So Texas, I have three. Yeah, I've got um, I've got Washington at three. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, at number four, I'm gonna let you go because I've got I got Florida State. Florida I've State got Alabama. Four. Okay. Wow. Okay. Uh, that's why I said up to this point. <laughs> yeah. The way Milrow has started playing. Yes. The way that defense has started playing. Mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time seeing it. And Georgia has looked very beatable in a couple of games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some people may say we're going back to what we talked about last week, some of that disrespect. Yeah. But I'm showing respect to Alabama. Yeah. That they weren't getting at the beginning of this year. Right. Look at where Alabama is now oh. versus the USF game. Yeah. Leaps and bounds. Dude, they could have lost that game. <laughs> we should have lost that game, absolutely. That it snap over Milrow's head, if USF gets that, takes it to the house, yeah. it could be a totally different, or not Milrow, whoever uh, was playing, Simpson Buckner, Buckner or Simpson. Yeah, they played everybody but Milrow that day. I mean, <laughs> yeah. No, so I let agree. me ask you this. Do yeah. you think they are all of a sudden playing better, or do you think that Tommy Risha said, Forget the game plan. I need to play Milrow the way he needs to play. I think I think it's all come down to how Reese is calling the games. I think he's calling things that are making Milrow more effective in everything that he does. Because if that joker gets going running the ball, then everybody's like, oh, man, we got to key in on him running. Yeah. And then it has guys open. Now, he still misses some guys, but sure. he's looking better and better. Yeah. He's looking more comfortable back there each so week. So, both. Better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're playing better and, and – yeah. Tommy Reese has said, you know what? Yeah. We, we just got to let him play ball. Yeah, exactly. Let him do what he does. It's like a a, a movie. You know, one of those yeah. movies where are like, you just got to let the boy play ball, coach. Yeah. <laughs> just let him do what he does, you yeah. know. Or, or the, the what's the movie? Um, Glory Road. Yes. The basketball team, and, and they're playing all fundamental, and, and they all like, coach, you just got to let us do what we do. Do. And they go out there and they, they ball. So I have Alabama four. Yeah. Because as of right now, even after their blowout win against Ole Miss, I have a feeling that, that Alabama yeah. could beat Georgia. Yeah, I may I change about, that in three yeah. weeks. I was talking about that today with somebody. I, I, I really like our chances against Georgia. Yeah, I really do. Absolutely. we're playing right now. So. And so with that being said, here's what I think is going to happen. I think Alabama's going to beat Georgia yeah. uh, in the SEC championship, which would put them in because mm-hmm. they'd both be one loss, but that, they'd be head-to-head. Yeah. And I think Texas is going to win out yeah. win their conference. Yeah. And so your only loss for Alabama would be to a team that's in the playoffs. Yeah, right. And then uh, I think Oregon is going to lose in their conference championship. Yeah. I think they, they've just played it too close up to this point. Let's see who they have left. I know we look at this every week, but oh, I don't have the capacity. Yeah, to remember. So they have Oregon State this week, number 11. Yeah. And then Washington State, and then most likely Oregon again. Yeah. And I think they'll beat Oregon, but they'll they'll both be one loss, and uh, it's going to come down to: Are you going to let a one loss yeah. Oregon Pac-12 champion or a one loss Alabama? Yeah. Yeah. Who beat the two-time defending national champions? Right. Who yeah. are most likely going to be one or two yeah. in the playoffs at the time they play? Yeah, it's true. So. Yeah. It, it, this is where it's really they're really going to be wishing they had moved to twelve this year. Yeah, they are because they're going to have to kick. Yeah, somebody a, possibly two teams yeah. out that have a very valid, you know, to get in. Because yeah. if Oregon beats Washington, you're going to have Oregon and Washington sitting there with one loss. Yeah, you're going to have Alabama with one loss and Georgia with one loss. Yeah, if Alabama beats yeah. Georgia. Yeah, and either Michigan or Ohio State with a loss. Yeah. Five of those teams could pop. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So, I, I have on the just outside, I have 
Georgia, Washington, Oregon, and Ohio State. Yeah, same. So. Yeah. No, you don't. No, I don't. I've got um, I've got Louisville on the outside. Just outside. Just outside. Yeah, I think Louisville's gonna get left out, and Oregon. I think Oregon's gonna be on the outside looking into. I think I think Louisville's gonna lose another game. Yeah. I don't know who they have, but. They gotta play Florida State, so that could be. Who knows what could happen there? Oh yeah, in the uh, ACC championship yeah. game, and I, and they have to play Kentucky. And yeah, Miami, they, they have Miami, Kentucky, then Florida State. Ooh, yeah, I don't think they get through those three. No, that's gonna be tough. On unscathed, personally. So I think they're gonna end up with a second loss and kind of. Yeah, get them out of the picture. Yeah, yeah. So it's really interesting, man. I'm, I'm yeah, looking forward I, yeah. to seeing how this shakes out, and I'm glad I'm not on that committee. Whew. Man. Because it, we should be sitting at 12 teams this year. Yeah. It's going to make it life a lot easier on them next year when yeah. it's at 12, for sure. If we were sitting at 12, as of right now, we'd be looking at um, Penn State mm-hmm. playing Georgia. Yeah. Or no, 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 because the top four get a bye, right? That's right, yeah. So we would be looking at Penn State and Washington, mm. Oregon State and Oregon. Oh, that'd wow. be cool. Yeah. Louisville. And Texas, and Missouri and Alabama. Yeah, that would be yeah, your first round. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be pretty wild. Yeah, so I'm excited about it. Yeah, looking forward to that. All right, let's move into the upcoming week. It's kind of a down week. Yeah, a lot of times that week before rivalry week, a lot of uh, teams kind of play a cupcake game. Yeah. Like Alabama's we'll playing Chattanooga. Two. Yeah, um, I think Auburn's like New Mexico State. Yeah, uh, it's like Georgia State or something like that. So, so a lot of teams are playing those games. So we don't have a ton to pick from, but we do have a a few games that are SEC action. Yeah. But before we do that, what are you more? What game overall besides your team's game? Yeah. Are you most excited for this week? Yeah. Like, man, I kind of want to see how that shakes out. Georgia Tennessee. I mean, you know, Tennessee. You know, Tennessee's kind of been up and down all year. But again, this is going to be Georgia's third straight game playing somebody you know of some caliber. Um, I'm looking forward to that one. I think Georgia's only yeah Georgia's only a ten point favorite. Um, it's at Tennessee, good old Rocky Top. Yeah. Um, so I think that one's going to be an exciting game to watch this week. Yeah, I'm kind of in between that and the um, Washington mm-hmm. uh, game that they have coming up with Oregon State, Oregon State and yeah. kind of see how Number how that nine, goes. 10, 11, so we'll see in, in North Alabama at Florida State. State. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. <laughs> a lion versus a Seminole. Yeah, for sure. We'll see how that goes. No. Uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And then let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. What rivalry game has the most likely potential to shake up the playoff rankings in the last mm-hmm. week? Let's see here. Come so so let's Oh, it's gotta be Michigan Pennsylvania or Michigan Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, that's a huge one. That's going to shake a lot of things up. So, that, and then I would also say Florida, Florida State. Yes. Because because when you get to Ohio State, Michigan, it's like, it's just one of them's in, one of them's out. Right. But, like, Florida State, that can yeah, knock the them out. Yeah, of them, is out. they're out. Yeah. They're out. 100%. So, that'll, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, those two games. Because Alabama, Auburn, I don't, I don't foresee that. Georgia, Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't see too Washington, many of these Washington other games. State. Yeah, I don't Washington. see that being anything. And then uh, conference championship week. Yeah, 
That'll that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, uh, I'm looking forward to. I, I agree with you. Either Michigan and Ohio State or Florida, Florida State. Yeah. Those those have the most. Um, let let me rephrase because kind of the way I think I was looking at it of which game that is just kind of looked at as a mundane. Gotcha. It's like a rivalry, yeah, a rivalry yeah. game that could. Yeah. Because it's a rivalry. Right. Flip it. Yeah. Like Oregon, Oregon State too. Yeah. It could be one. Alabama-Auburn. Alabama-Auburn, yeah, absolutely. I, I'm picking Alabama all yeah. day. But still, it's a rivalry We've seen Jordan Hare. We've seen a four-loss <laughs> Auburn yeah. team beat Alabama yeah. before. No, that, absolutely. Uh, so that's the fun thing about rivalry week uh, when you're not on the losing side of it. Yeah, and when you're the team that's, you know, the four or five-loss team, you have nothing to lose. You know, yeah. these other teams have everything to lose, and you have nothing to lose. Yeah, so. you're taking chances exactly. you don't really take. And that's why they normally either end up being really close or a blowout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, you don't see a lot of ten point games. You either see them that's just, just absolute <laughs> slaughter fest, yeah. or all the trick plays work or they don't. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, no Gus Malzahn out there this year doing that. Hey, that was another. My brother brought that up. Yeah, Spence called me today and he said Gus Malzahn to Mississippi State. He would be a great fit there. Yeah, he would be. So, see you try. <laughs> that, that, that was a pretty good take, I thought. Yeah. He's got SEC experience. Yep. Um, and even that region, because he coached at Arkansas State for yep. a while. And then, you know, he was at Auburn, obviously. Now he's down in Orlando. Yeah. So he's got, like, the region. He uh-huh. knows the coaches. So, yeah. who knows, man. And you're, you're really recruiting kind of on the same level between Mississippi yeah. State and UCF. It's true. Yeah. So. See how that goes. Very true. All right, let's get into some picks. Let's do it. Kentucky at South Carolina, one and a half point. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky's a one and a half point favorite. It's crazy. Um, I kind of went back and forth on this one because I feel like South Carolina, you know, kind of got it a little bit going last week. Again, they played to nobody. Um, but another one, you know, this is a big rivalry game for them too. Um, but I just think Kentucky's too much for him. Ray Davis, um, Devin Leary's been playing a lot better. Um, I'm going to go Kentucky to take care of business out of South Carolina. Yeah, I'm going to go with my gut. Man. <laughs> I, I really wanted to go South I, Carolina. Yeah, I did too. I just because I think like you know how ESPN does the predictor. I'm pretty sure South Carolina's favored in in that. Even game. though the the spread. Yeah, even though the spread goes away from them. Yeah. Yeah, sure well, I mean, they've won two in a row. Yeah, and Kentucky's lost, what, two out of the last three or something like that? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm going to still go Kentucky. All right, <laughs> well, I'm going to pull up the predictor. I was yeah, going to look at it, it real quick. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's like 57%. 58. Yeah, South Carolina. Wow, that's crazy. And the line has moved to two points now instead of one and a half for mm-hmm. Kentucky. Really? Yeah, whatever. Hey. Don't understand it. Can't comprehend <laughs> it. All right. Then we have Georgia at Tennessee. A uh, co-worker of mine, Billy, he's going to be at this game. Oh, man. Yeah, he's Good a big Tennessee fan. Yeah. He said he looked for how much he could sell his tickets for after the beat down this past week. <laughs> I was like, that's tough, Billy. I'm sorry. Uh, all right, Georgia at Tennessee. I'm going Georgia. Yeah, just yeah, you can't pick against Georgia yep. right now. But we try to pick all the SEC games that are within yeah. 10 points of each other. Yeah, so. and it could be. You never know. I mean, on the road, Tennessee – uh, yeah, it could be a good one. Uh, all right, so look at this spread. This spread is a half a point. Yeah, that's insane. Utah at number 21, Arizona. Mm-hmm. Half point spread. Yeah. I'm going Utah. I'm going to go Arizona. 
Okay. I'm gonna take Arizona and spread. <laughs> Plus, I need to make up a game on you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Okay, then we have Louisville at Miami. Louisville is a one and a half point favorite. Uh, I'm gonna go Miami. Okay. I'm gonna go Louisville. Okay. I'm not confident. Yeah. The only pick I'm confident about is Georgia over Same. Tennessee. I know, yeah. The rest of them the are just kind of like – I mean, they're all one and a half or less spreads. Yeah. It's like that's that's tough. Yeah. So the, those are pretty close. Look forward to some of that action this week. A couple of games we, we could have picked right outside of it. We could have went with Florida, Missouri, but I'm really getting tired of picking, picking <laughs> against Florida. It's starting to hurt me. Uh, and I was surprised that the Georgia Tennessee was a ten point spread. I was too. After Missouri just yeah. Missouri, <laughs> old Missouri, old Missouri, yeah, uh, so, beat the brakes off of yeah, them. And Georgia them. was uh, Georgia was favored more against Missouri than they were against Tennessee. Missouri was like a fourteen and a half point, or Georgia was like a fourteen and a half point favorite over Missouri, and then they're only a ten point favorite over Tennessee. Maybe because yeah, they're at home. Who knows? That's weird. <laughs> All right, man. Well, that's our picks yes. for this upcoming week. And uh, I tell you what, let's add Washington and Oregon State. Let me let me look at the uh, the spread on that real quick. It's a pretty close one too, I think. Yeah, I would imagine so. Oregon State's ranked eleven, I believe. Number yep. five versus number eleven. All right, it's uh, two and a half points. Oregon State favored. It's got to be in. I'm Oregon going State. Washington. It is. It's at Oregon State. Yeah, man. How do you pick it? I, yeah, Washington's look too good to pick. I picked against them once, and I learned from my mistakes. So I'm going to go Washington. Man, Michael Penix Jr. is a stud. He's playing really good ball. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Washington. Yep. Agreed. Washington. Mm-hmm. All right. That's all we got there. Yep. Um. Oregon State, let's see who their two losses to are, actually, while I'm looking at this. Yeah. They lost to Arizona, mm. who's a, who That's we just picked, call, yeah. and they lost to Washington State. Wow. Back when Washington State was ranked 21. I mm. forgot they were even ranked this year. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, well, they won their first four games. Mm. They beat Colorado State, Wisconsin, Northern Colorado, and Oregon State, mm. and then they lost one, two, three, four, five, six Ooh. games in a row. Gosh. So, they have Colorado Man. this week. Washington State does. Man. So, everybody wants a piece of Dion. Yeah, they do. Bring Dion to Texas A&M. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Player picks. Ready? Let's do it. Ah. All right. <clears throat> Pick this guy very pick. early in the season. I'm going to pick him again, Brock Bowers, tight end out of Georgia. <laughs> and let me just say, the first time I picked him, my man wasn't even anywhere to be found on the stat sheet. So no. I need some redemption yeah. there. Okay, I'm going to Georgia guys. Well, I'm going Lad McConkey. Good pick. He, he's been doing pretty good. So Lad has. Go with Lad the little McConkie. Irishman. <laughs> All right. For now, my next pick, I'm going to go quarterback – out of the University of Florida, Graham Mertz to have a big game against Mizzou. Against Missouri, he's I had, like it. He's played good all year, though, bro. I mean, he's played well. He has. His numbers he has. are good. All right, I'm gonna go quarterback out of South Carolina, Spencer Rattler. Mm-hmm. I think he's had a big day. He's gonna light up against Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, so they're gonna need him. Yeah. All right, on defense, I'm gonna go Aaron Beasley. 
Linebacker of Tennessee. He's a beast. Um, against Georgia, I think they're going to work him over the middle of the field. I tried to pick teams that were not just playing yeah, like – I know, it's tough. You know. Um, I'm going to go uh, with my first pick, linebacker out of South Carolina, Debo Williams. Excellent pick. Yeah. All right. I'm going with uh, Smeal Mondin, oh, the linebacker out of Georgia. Georgia. He's their leading tackler. Yeah, he is. Not picked him yet, so. Yeah, good pick. And go with him. Um, I'm going to go another defensive player from Tennessee, Elijah Herring. Oh, yeah. Tennessee to have a big game this week, too. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, let me let me ask you this, Wes. Right. Let, me, let me get a Florida question in on you. All right, let's hear it. The third down pass to Khalil Jackson that got overturned. Yeah. What's your take on it, man? <sighs> it was called a catch on the field. Yeah, and then they overturned it. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough, bro. Ah, uh, yeah, I don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it was. I don't. I think they got it wrong. Yeah. Personally, I mean, I may be a homer, but still. Yeah. gum. Like I, I didn't think it was inconclusive evidence. No, I didn't either. It was tough. And and that's where it stopped. Florida mm-hmm. was driving. A big third down conversion would have put them in the red zone. Yeah. And then it was fourth and five, yeah. and they punted. They should never punt it. No, they shouldn't. Have. When. Jaden Daniels on the other side is scoring nearly every time they touch the Just ball. Just go for it. I'm pretty sure they started toying with him later on. Yeah. Yeah. Anything under for, under six yards to go, just, just go, go for it. it yeah. But yeah, I, I thought it was a catch. I, I was I couldn't believe they overturned it. Yeah. I'm with you. I thought that there was not conclusive evidence. I thought it was a catch all the way. Yeah. I uh, yeah. I didn't I didn't agree with that call. What about? Um, did you see Brian Kelly this week on his interview? Which I agree, it was a horrible targeting call on on um, his guy. You know. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He got ran over. Yeah. Oh so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible um, call. Uh, Andre Sam. 14, yeah. Yeah, that was over. ridiculous. Horrible. But then he went back to the Alabama game and said that Dallas Turner was trying to hurt. Um, Jaden Daniels. Well, I mean, yeah, not dirtily, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, of course he, he was, like but it. not like it's not like you know you're trying to break his knee, yeah. you know, like snapping right. knee or oh, anything man. like that. Brian Kelly, man, he's something else. He is. He, he's a character. He's is. He's a tool. Um. Okay. So let's let's look at a little bit of NFL. Yeah. Let's All do right? it. So. We're we're getting towards the they're nine games in so mm-hmm. we're we're just past the halfway point yeah. uh, of the season. Some teams have already played ten games. Yeah, uh, the Buffalo Bills, man, sitting at five and five. They're struggling. What's going on? Struggling. I mean, it's crazy. Um, they're usually fun to watch. They're not much fun to watch right now. No, man, they're struggling. You know, it is fun to watch. Now, are you still a Patriots fan? No. Kind of growing up, Wes was a Patriots fan. I was, fan. man. I was a Brady man, so. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of fun to watch them Be just cool. struggle without Brady. Yeah. It's you know. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that that division really, Miami mm-hmm. is six and three, but they're zero and three against teams with a five hundred or better record. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they struggle. So they've not teams. won a, a a game that matters. Right. Uh, really, to say the the least. And then, uh, all right, let's pop down to the NFC West. You got the 49ers and the Seahawks both sitting at 6-3. and three. Wow. Uh, so they're fighting for their division. The other teams are pretty much out of it. The Rams and Cardinals at 3-6 and six and 2-8. and eight. Yeah. Uh, and then in the NFC South, 
that's probably as of right now probably the weakest division because their their leaders are five and five. Man, the Saints, yeah. uh, Tampa Bay's four and five, Falcons four and six, Panthers are one and eight. Bryce Young's Four having a tough, eyes. tough yeah, go at is. it down there. Uh, and then we have the NFC North with the Detroit Lions are seven and two. Playing good ball. Uh, the Vikings are six and four. They've won their last five. Josh Dobbs. Yeah, man, he's been on fire. On fire, I love it. Um, they're they're figuring it out in Minnesota. Without Jefferson, Jefferson. Or, or Cousins. Yeah, crazy. Uh, so that. Justin Jefferson. Justin, yeah. And then uh, Packers three and six, Bears three and seven. Love to see it. Yeah. I'm a Vikings fan. In case yeah. people listen, <laughs> yeah. um, all right. And then in the NFC East, uh, that's that's a pretty tough division. Yeah. You got the Eagles, Cowboys, uh, the Commanders, the Washington yeah. Commanders, right. <laughs> and the New York Giants. Uh, but the Eagles are eight and one. Uh, Cowboys are six and three. They just absolutely destroyed the Giants this Get the week. Breaks off of them. Uh, Commanders are sitting at four and six, and the Giants are two and eight. Yeah. Uh, Philadelphia is hard to beat, man. Yeah. Really hard to beat, man. but I think we'll see two out of that division make the playoffs for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Kansas City seven and two, Las Vegas five and five, Chargers four and five, Broncos Broncos four and five. Which Broncos got that big win? Sure do. Uh, for them against the Bills. Yeah. Last night. So, mm-hmm. uh, then we have the AFC South with the Jaguars sitting at six and three, mm-hmm. Texans five and four, Colts five and five, and Titans three and six. Mm-hmm. So that that one still could be yeah, kind of up for grab, yeah. you know, because Houston has started to figure it out. See their Stroud, man. Uh, they've won two in a row, so yeah, they're getting it going. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Uh, and then the AFC North, this is probably the toughest division. All four teams are above 500. Wow. Bengals are 5-4. and four. Browns are 6-3. and three. Mm. Steelers are 6-3. and three. And the Ravens are 7-3. Man. So that division, man, that's, that, that's pretty tough uh, playing there. So in the man. NFL to have all four of your teams be over 500. That's really good. And to know that probably only two of them can make yeah, the playoffs. That's, that's tough. crazy. Somebody get left out. So, but yeah, um, who, who do you – do you like him by now? Or are you just kind of a player watcher? Yeah, or? I like, you know, the Bama guys. I yeah, like seeing Jalen and Tua doing well. Um, yes, but I don't really have like a, a go-to team anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've been keeping up a little bit with C.J. Stroud. Yeah. And, I mean, he's Love just it. killing it. Yeah, but he, he also has been very outspoken about his faith. Yes, he has. Um, Gotta love when when an athlete is not just calling him the big man upstairs. Yeah, can't stand that. I feel like that's disrespectful. But actually, Lord and Savior, Savior Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, you have Tua who's doing the same yeah. thing, and um, so it's it's cool to see a lot of guys like Derek Carr. He's speaking at churches, yeah. and you're starting to see a lot more guys that are outspoken. Yeah, outspoken about their faith. Yeah, gotta love to see that on that. on the biggest stage in yeah. sports. Mm-hmm. So that's awesome. And uh, yeah. Anyways, lots of fun. Yeah. If you guys got any questions regarding the NFL, college, anything, uh, hit us up. Ask a question. Thank you for all those who have been asking questions. Yes. Who follow us. Who keep up. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. And if you have any ideas or thoughts for content, just let us know. Yep. We'd love to do it. Y'all have a good night. God bless. Bye-bye.
Thanks so much for tuning in this week, everybody. Hope y'all enjoyed the episode. We'll look forward to seeing you guys next week. God bless.